Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. And we're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. I think that's Superman, isn't it? I don't know what's going you see the remake from Highlander? And the new, the newest Superman guy, the Yeah, the Witcher guy. Yeah, he's gonna be doing uh, Highlander. Is, is it now just like if we need a buff lead guy, it's Henry Cavill for I something guessed. that's nerdy? Yeah. Um. So like, I'm from Florida, so I'm just used to like the Mexican Highlander, where like there's only one. Yeah. yeah, I've been holding that in all day. You know, if you want, I could cut this entire section since you could just dive right into the next one. And this doesn't have to be recorded and distributed to 200 listeners. All t- We have 200 listeners? Yeah, just thereabouts. At the same time? No. Oh, okay. Well. It was nice while it lasted. All right. Well, I'm guessing the music's done playing. That's been done playing. Uh, So this episode is brought to you by listeners like you, our patrons. Thank you very much, everyone. Uh, We probably should like gather a list and read them like some other podcasts do. There's Tom. Tom Kelly. And then there's Will. Will LeHue. And then there's Jason. Jason Fup. I know his real last name, Fuzzmonger. I do too. Um, and then <laughs> there is uh, uh, Ben. Why am or I blanking on the... Ben's last name real quick? Fur? Fair? Ben? Fair? Ben Fair. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh, if there's someone in the chat group, I'm forgetting. I'm going to look horrible. Yep. It was, a, it was a deal you made. What? I believe it was involved in some type of King of Tone oh, train. Michael, is he, he? He's not chatting in there much, is he? I don't. Th- I think he kind of dropped out, but he was a patron. Okay. Uh yeah, yeah. So he, and then uh, also, I know we've got a few uh, people who aren't in the chat. Um, oh, at the lower uh, tier. Yeah, Michael Newman. I'm pretty sure he's a, a patron as well. He would be a lower tier member. Yeah. I'm just kidding. He's a nice guy. We look. Michael is like honestly one of like the. I've, I want to meet him in person because he mm-hmm. just seems like one of the most genuinely sweet people. Yeah, he's one of those people that I don't really think I interact with gear in gear groups anymore, but like still sends me like a note periodically checking in how I'm doing on life. Yeah, Michael's so, an awesome guy. Hashtag real friends. Hashtag. All right. Um, speaking of real friends, you had a real friend help you out recently on your what's new. Uh, I don't know if you really helped me out. <laughs> um, but if we're talking about what's new, um, if I haven't spilled the beans already, uh, my PRS Silver Sky SE showed up uh, on Saturday, um, and I was out of town. So Ian, my our friend, my friend, sometimes collaborator on the show. You can say our friend. I mean, he's my friend of me. Friend of me, yeah. Friend of me, friend of me of Diaz. Um, Love you. <laughs> uh stopped by my house and threw it inside so it didn't sit outside in the cold but uh yeah i've got that in hand um i'm keeping it yeah i was looking for a lot of reasons to get rid of it i'm keeping it well i i think you did a really good job not buying a a core silver sky i like this more than the core silver sky the color because it's the same almost every other Mm -hmm. way isn't it no the neck is different Oh, okay. What's the difference on the neck? Is it the um It's a the... different if it's a, it's a different carve. It's a different okay. radius. And it's a different nut style. Yeah, nut style is important. I use the Fender Roller nut as much as possible. This is more of the um it's more of a like Gibson style nut. Okay. Where huh. it's it's the big block off the end of the fretboard instead of the slotted in one. Yeah, um, does the G-string stay in tune? Haven't had a problem yet. All but right. I also, the the tremolo was decked, so the, the tremolo has not necessarily been staying in tune because I don't have it set up to float yet. Do you, I thought you didn't like floating. I have a floating one on my CE24. Yeah, but I, I thought when it came to the, and, the Strat style. Well, so, yeah, so my Squire Strat came decked out of the box, and I never right. learned how to float it. 
my John Mayer Strat came decked with five springs, so I never got bothered with it. So I've never really bothered with the floating spring tremolo on a Strat well, I, before. I, yeah, I feel like one of the things is, like, I feel like you getting the SE really, though, is like a, like just like a good present to yourself for not buying a core model. I'm sure that there was that internal struggle for a minute. I mean, I was watching core models waiting. Like, if, if one would drop to, like, 1200 bucks, I'd swoop in and pick it up, but they never well, did, so. Yeah. But I, legitimately, I never really cared for the neck on a core model. Okay. And I like this neck a Did lot. Did you play one at CME? I played Ian's a bunch. Oh, Ian has a core. Ian has a core. Oh, yeah. okay. Because that's, I mean, so we are, t- we... Uh, he also bought an SE, and I believe he's returning his. That's what he told me, and I, I tried to send he, him... But he is really mad at how good mine is. He didn't like his. Is it, he, could he, he hasn't opened it? his yet. Wow. He's just oh. like, he, he was, he's upset over the process, because we both, like... We thought we'd get an email that's like, hey, your guitar will be in in two days. Confirm your payment, all that stuff. And so it actually shipped, for whatever reason, to his old apartment in Chicago. Oh. And like he had to like get into his old apartment, which he doesn't have a key for anymore, into their lobby and like get the box. Oh. Yeah. And these were supposed to be signature deliveries, both mine and his. Neither FedEx didn't require a signature for either. So like he was upset with the process. Oh. But um, basically, I, I think at the risk of taking up an entire episode on a guitar that people are kind of, some people are really tired about hearing about and other people want to hear more. Um, I'm tired I, of people being tired of hearing about it. I'm tired of people being tired me. about being tired about tiredness. I need a nap. Me too. Um, anyway, so I think Ian and I are going to do an aside um, when he's here um, so that we can both plug in his and mine. And mm-hmm. we can show some tone demos as well. Um, I don't really want to do a full YouTube video kind of thing, but where we got to edit it and everything. But we'll have a chat and, and work through that and hopefully get something out this week. Oh, that'd be cool. I think it's worthwhile. I mean, it, it really is. It's It feels like a PRS versus the Silver <clears throat> Sky feels like a vintage Strat. That's the okay. biggest change, I would say, for people. And so... Um, when mine came out of the box, I was like, eh, on it. And then I took uh, I took the Allen wrench to it, um, adjusted the action. Made Is it some ad- two-point or six-point trim? It's a two-point. Okay. Made some adjustments. Like so it came out of the box with like three millimeters of uh, action. And I took it down to about a meter and millimeter and a half, uh, which is closer to like, closer to what my Strat is. Okay. My PRS, uh, my CE is still lower than that, but... He, I hand it back to him. And he goes, "Oh, this is Scott's guitar now." Like he's like, "This is this yeah. is how you like a guitar set up," and like he knew it just by playing. He's like, "This feels like one of your guitars." So nice. Yeah. Outside that, more details. We'll get into it. Uh, but I do have one other. What's new? Okay. I got a piece of pizza. <gasps> no, we talked about that last week. I thought we talked about it being in the mail. Mine finally showed up. Okay. Did it come with the toppings? Uh. So it doesn't have magnetic toppings. It does have red pepper. Okay, so that must have Packets. just been a grant thing he was doing. Or maybe the cheese pizza comes with magnetic, magnetic toppings. I don't know. But uh, Grant and... I was listening to Grant and Karen's um, Tone Mob. They did a, a lengthy one over there, too, which was pretty fun. While I was making lunch today. Oops. Just knocked the oh, microphone nice. with the pedal. Um, full disclosure. Haven't plugged it in yet. It came at a weird time, and then... When I got back, the Silver Sky's been taking all my attention, so I haven't plugged this in yet. Yeah. Um, How about you? Anything cool. new over? You got something new? Well, it's it's at my apartment complex office right now, and that is I got an adapter for my IEC. Um, I, it's, it's IEC to Edison uh, adapter for my Temple board, uh, my Mega Ship board that i'm putting together that's um, no moon dude this thing is that's like, what you should call it is that's no moon because what the moon is when you bend over to use it oh my. i'm i'm not did mad that, i'm did, actually quite impressed <laughs> that one hurt a little bit I felt like Listen, I, I felt like I hurt your feelings with that one. No, 
it was too close to home is the problem because <laughs> um, the problem is i don't have a butt to hold my pants up like literally like i literally own suspenders that i wear under my shirts to help do some squats pants. buddy um i listen i if there was like when the doctor measures it they're like it's negative i got hank hill ass like there ain't nothing there ain't no squats i'm gonna do nothing but uh yeah no um i'm really excited to put this board together i've just been extremely lazy and coming up with excuses not to finish it up um actually at the size of this board you lifting it is going to give you an ass finally finally you're gonna get a workout from bringing that thing up and downstairs oh no i only play at single level churches <laughs> that's my new rule now um yeah so it's i just I'm, I'm gonna i've sent an email to btpa all right i contact us you already and, did huh you already wrote something oh. to btpa right oh so you you opened the email i didn't see that the email came in oh so i need yeah um oh that's so i needed to find out what cable i needed to order and so i'm going to order some more cable um yeah you're still going wireless or you're still going solderless i like them the gh plugs are phenomenal i've had great luck with them um and i if i'm going to wire this whole thing up i'm going to do i want to do it somewhat right Hmm. and with a temple board it, there's not really a great excuse to not run it under you know what i mean so i want to do it somewhat clean make it look nice and so i've been taking my time putting it together i don't have anything to do so <laughs> I, I i'm not playing at any church i have no gigs set up anything like that so i'm in no rush i mean i've been talking about putting this board together for over a year now that is true like it, it took a year for me to just finally order the temple board after like like the, the like internal struggle of it um but yeah that's like the only thing new i think yeah. well then right. let's let's move on because there is new stuff in the gear world even if we're not going to buy it all but this next thing i can't wait to see the price tag on all right so the first thing on the list sorry not next thing first thing on the list boss has announced and confirmed because there was a leak that the re2 is coming the single pedal enclosure space echo i mean this has been one of the most asked for pedals in a long time yeah and i honestly feel like this is going to um i hope that it's not like what happens with a lot of pedals where everyone buys them and then they're all it's gonna it's it's what's gonna happen and then they're gonna be then they're gonna flood the used market with them because there's a lot of people who like the sound of the the re20 and the just the regular space echo the Roland space echo but i don't feel like a lot of people are gonna like use it that much i feel like people are gonna buy it and be like oh i don't use it as much as i thought i would and sell it What do you think? I think it's going to sell really well and you're going to see a lot of used market, but that's just because it's boss. People buy a lot, buy and sell boss a lot. So unless they do it as a limited edition, which I doubt they will. No, this looks like it's going to be, this, this will have to be a core product. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it. Gosh, I I feel like I've been seeing this product for years because you've seen People Photoshop. Up yeah, the, yeah. So, by all means, I mean it's it's the iconic. The Roland Space Echo is an iconic sound. Um, yep. A lot of people have emulated it, but you're gonna have eleven different modes on this thing. Um, it's gonna have some flutter controls, things like that. Um, what I'm really curious of is the quality of tone from this thing mm-hmm. just because um you know we're, we're such evangelists here over the strime of volante which you know is like the supreme tape echo sound but yeah. um really curious where this kind of fits into all of that you know so one of the cool thing one of the things i absolutely love about this is it, it's gonna have tap on it 
Um, is it built in? Yes, it's going to be. Or and is then it like there's an also external. I, for whatever no. reason, the photo of the boss isn't loading, but like the RE twenty photo is loading for me. It's All kind right, of so really it's annoying. it does have set tempo by holding. Oh, that's so, cool. And then um, there's a control and expression input, and I'm curious if you could do a tap tempo through that and use an external tap tempo. That'd be send, really good. Um, I don't see why it why you couldn't. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I, well, I, like that would be just make sense, even because look at all the other delay pedals that have built-in tap, but also have a tap in. I always find the single button tap tempo on off. It's always just something yeah. to be debated, and I'm not really sure how Boss has done it in the past, if they've even done it in the past, because like I know TT, TC Electronic had their like strum to tap. Yeah. Um, there was the. Line six Echo Park had the push halfway in for tap. Boss has always been hold to tap. Yeah. So curious how that all plays out. I love that it. Um. I can't. I. I can't find a very good picture with this. Well, I don't know if this is right. If this is true or our mock up, but um, it's got the uh, dual control knobs. So you really have you have. Oh, the concentric uh, knobs. Yeah. Yeah, so there's actually six things you're controlling. You're controlling the echo, the um, tone. This picture is like horrible and fuzzy, and it's hard to find. The huh? wow and flutter, the I think the recording level, and I can't make out the last one repeats. Um, and then I, I can't tell what this other one is, but there, you've got a lot of control. Um, and it's, I think it, I think it'll sound great. The question is what's the price point going to be? I say it's going to be like 229 to 249. I think it's going to be up there. Um, if well, that's maybe, the Wazacraft kind of level. I think around 200 is a reasonable expectation. Um, uh, yeah okay i take back the 249 i really think 229 is going to be about the price point yeah i mean stereo it's a true stereo delay um yep. independent in and out so uh we'll see we shall see i'm i'm excited well and you know the thing is, is if that is expensive you can check out uh so new x unveiled the ndd7 tap echo which um it's a looper equipped midi compatible digital emulation of a roland space echo built-in uh, tap yeah but so does the, the re2 but this has a dedicated tap yep. switch well or you can hold it for the sub octave yeah That's there's cool. there's a lot going on here um so it's got uh a seven 40 second looper Dang. seven subdivisions yeah seven uh tape head combos and a spring reverb like there's a lot going on in it's this got MIDI and in and out yes using the 3.5 yeah so how much is this one 300 milliamp power draw this is a powerful thing yeah oh, where's the price let's go to the new x website follow the link click 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 <laughs> dang on internet alone click 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 i'm not finding a price on it yet yeah maybe maybe everyone's just announcing crap maybe i i uh, that's weird like around <laughs> this time of year it seems such like such a weird time to be announcing things that aren't in stores yet i feel like that was sarcastic but like it was a reference to it's nam season still is it i thought i mean it's almost march mm. well so so new x has a um a tape core deluxe tape echo that's at 9.99 or ninety nine ninety nine. Oh, I was like, um, that's was a like, smaller gosh, version dang. of it. Um, this looks like the more full fledged version, but I'm still just not seeing a price probably anywhere. Probably about one fifty. Been announced. Yeah, New X stuff is surprisingly affordable. Um, looks like there's actually a um, there's a, you can even program it on the computer. What? Yeah. So where does the uh, Volante fall as a? What is what is so like? I have one. Mm -hmm. but like i haven't studied into it i just kind of i wanted to like mess with it without really knowing what it you know what i mean like i wanted to just kind well, of get, go getting in. used to those tape head controls is the hardest part of the volante i thought waiting was the hardest part 
Waiting is the hardest part. Or is that the wait is the hardest part? Whatever. Tom Petty doesn't even know what he was singing. Um, but yeah, we're waiting on prices. That's the hardest part. So, yeah. So, um, all right. So, this next thing got announced today, yesterday. Wait, no, today. Sorry. We're recording um, on 2 2 2 2 Tuesday. Tuesday. Um, I'm not having tacos tonight. It's, a, it's, a, it's, I'm kind of disappointed. I'm having wings. I'm going to watch West Wing and Wings. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I got... West Wings and Wing It. I got the homeless shelter tonight, so I got to stop at Popeye's, pick that up, and drop that off, because I thought it was next week, so I didn't organize a group to cook, so I'm just going to cater it. Anyway. Dang. Popeye's chicken does sound good. All right, anywho. uh, So Origin Effects puts vintage bass amp tones at your feet with the bass rig, super vintage, and the 64 black panel overdrive and preamp pedals. Um, I don't play bass, so I was just like, oh, that's cool for bass players. I mean, the Ampeg SVT is like the sound of bass mm-hmm. in my eyes. And well, and, and also, uh, like, well, I was gonna say dark glass stuff is like when I think of like bass, like mm-hmm. being solid dark, dark glass stuff. But, but yeah. Base That's amp, all... base amp, preamp, mod, base. It's not even modeling; it's analog. Mm-hmm. And then having yeah. an analog cab, cab sim into it's a DI output. This is it. It really is such a great era for um, base players. I mean, the Sans amp has been yeah. great forever, but the, just all these things that's coming out here. I mean, these are not cheap. Um, they're coming in at about four hundred ninety dollars. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> but okay, so number one. Origin FX has never been a cheap brand. Nope. Um, and number two, this is like, I f- here's the deal. Here's what I think too. I think things get more expensive for bass players sometimes because they only buy one of it. Right. So I mean, that's like bass strings. Yeah, they only buy bass strings maybe, once. So that's it. And then you just boil them. Do you not? Maybe if you want a new pedal, you can just boil it. <laughs> Don't boil your pedals, please. PSA. I mean, you can. PSA from the FX loop. Don't boil them. Yeah, please don't boil your pedals. Episode title. Yep. Um, there you go. Um, oh my gosh! So I, I so I've been uh, seeing this girl for a few weeks now, um, and uh, we were hanging out last night, and I was just like, uh, I got ADD, and for some reason I started. You can get about that from podcast. somebody. I thought you two were using protection. <laughs> I always wear a gun. Um, and so, uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. It, I was like, I kind of went like, and I was like, oh yeah. And I was like, I was talking about something. I think I was, I was talking about Summer Nam. And then I was like, oh yeah. Like this, I said it pretty much. I was explaining it. I was like, it's like hanging out with like six of me at times. I was like, I said, it's it's a lot. I said, but we have like a lot of fun. I was telling the whole story. And, uh, and I pulled up our episode that we did this past year at summer nam and i was listening to oh some, good lord and i was telling her about ryan i just kind of skipped around a little bit i mean she's not into guitar so um she's just into guitarists yeah but uh <laughs> I, I then i was like hey, yeah i was telling her about the episode that we were never allowed to release that blake wyland took me outside put his arm around my neck and said that better never see the lie today um i haven't even how- heard this episode let's just put it that way it, it's gone it's gone forever um i used to have it on a computer and then that computer got taken away uh so anywho um and then i was telling her about how i sent an episode on one of the episodes for 60 cycle home i sent a song as payback for ryan ruining our episode so if you ever if you want to hear what diaz puts together in 10 minutes and makes another podcast play you can go listen to episode 295 of of 60 cycle hum did you just write that down no i just put a cable away in my drawer oh but i i do appreciate that you have memorized that episode number and i bet you don't know the last four digits of your social security number um i did not memorize that i had to search for it (laughs) 
So I, I, I literally, like I spent 15 minutes last night. So one of the things about, that was um, just a random insult, but it landed so perfectly. Yeah. Did you think I was going to say the last word of my social? Like, oh, like, no, what no. was the first car you ever drove? Yeah. I, those... that, I'm not a boomer post that's being shared around <laughs> on Facebook. Bet you don't uh, remember your high school mascot and the last four digits of your social security number. Listen, <laughs> if you were to pick four numbers to protect your entire life savings, what would they be <laughs> in a very particular order? Um, but yeah. Actually, so I just I, you just made me go, oh, crap, because actually the other day I was at the bank and i changed the pin number on my uh um card debit card yeah atm <clears throat> and i was like what wait i i know what it used to be what did i change it to and i had an oh no moment and then i remembered oh that's what i did nice um yeah but yeah where were we going with this boomers facebook um you have add type that's literally how we got here yeah but um yeah so you've got these for uh 489 and there's also compact versions oh they're doing the compact versions of these on top of that yep nice um, so I less features on those though yeah uh it doesn't have all the dip switches pretty much and some in two of the smaller uh ooh, sorry two of the smaller knobs. you don't have the xlr out either yeah so th i guess it's just the preamp probably i mean still fantastic yeah i oh wait never mind i'm kind of no dumb. you're you're they have matching kelly 76s yeah yeah like i said <laughs> i was I'm like why kinda, aren't there two prices for these <laughs> listen i'm kind of dumb i'm not gonna say the word that the, the alex jones says but yeah <laughs> listen i'm kind of dumb um yeah that's what it is they're matching anywho let's move on and not talk about me being wrong and sitting here and all my wrongness um but yeah tc electronics announced uh the impulse ir loader it's good a compact cab stem pedal goodbye more radar you're done tc electronics uh, just beat you on, on this same what yeah oh. wow yeah, so yeah, so this so, just launched uh same it's the same it's, mini size enclosure kind of a thing. But um yeah. you have now a three knobs instead of the one silly knob on the more radar, which was like this weird click knob kind of thing. So you can actually do a proper okay. on off. You have room for ninety nine mm -hmm. impulse responses. Uh and it comes with um twenty five preloaded. Or twelve of them are assist official I always thought this was pronounced Celestion, but I've heard it pronounced otherwise. But the speaker company IRs, um, whereas I was always I always pronounced it Celestion. Celestion. I'll yeah, accept that. Celestion. I'm not arguing with that one. It's one of those. It's one of those words I've only read. Worcestershire. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, this one's <clears> coming <throat> in at 109 pounds, which or 109 euros, which would that's be a, that's heavy. Yeah. Uh, oh. I hate you. You're silly. Ah, that's okay. I'll sleep fine tonight. But yeah, um, this comes in at $109 on Adorama? Shoot. It's cheaper yeah. than a more radar. Glad I sold I mine. Look at look at the picture. Is there only one cable going into that? What's that? Or is there two? Uh, that might be a power cable. Okay. No, but it looks look like at it, how... it distinctly looks like two cables coming in on the right side. Yes. Huh. Oh, I want. Well, <sighs> yeah, Adorama it's not scary, has it. For, yeah, that's a. It? It's it's a power and USB is where that second cable is. Okay. 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 Um, All right. <sighs> so yes. When do, when do you think there'll ever be a stereo IR loader? Um. Well, they sort of exist. Like there As are a standalone. Well, it's just when it when it's an IR loader and a lot of other things, you can have stereo IRs. But yeah, um, no, no, I'm talking about. So that was one of the I was I was gonna trade uh uh for a HX Stomp, and mm -hmm. I believe one of the issues was he uses HX Stomp as stereo and yep what 
So you can and run two different IRs as different cabs? Right. But that's two separate blocks, right? Yes. Yeah. I mean, th th does the Stomp have the capability of doing, doing dual amps as well? Because I know yeah. the Helix Floor is. Okay. I thought so. Yeah, it's just you only have so many blocks. Right. I know that what the Ajax Stomp has like three less or so than the Floor. Is it 12 uh, on the floor, 9 on the stomp? I thought it's more than 12, but I could be wrong. Um, okay. I, 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 there's a real good chance I'm wrong. That's all maybe. I'm saying. Can I, uh, can I also share my new favorite feature of any pedal that's built into the uh, TC Electronic um, IR loader? It has the snake. LCD screen? Oh. It has snake oh my built gosh. In. Remember that game? What was, yes. Uh, dude, I was a king. That was like the only game that I had on my first, like my Nokia yep. hand, phone. Oh, yeah. My first cell phone was a, like a little crappy Nokia and I could play Snake on it. That was cool. Yeah. So, oh, and by the way, these are 200 millisecond IRs. So they're high ender. That's more the high end of what impulse response. Yeah, you just do. said high ender. I, I'm not letting yep. you walk past that one acting all you're better than me. And you're saying high ender? Yeah. Let's talk about it. No, thanks. Okay. <laughs> we'll just keep. Um, so $109, so, this thing's going to just rule all because I think that's 30 bucks cheaper than a more radar. And the more radar is a steal. Yeah. I'm. Uh, yeah, more really radar cool. is 148. So. So, so you can get one used is, ones for a hundred bucks. So this one's going to be about 135 bucks. No, this, the, this one, this TC electronic one is 109, $110. Oh, you found the, the, the American price on it. Uh, I found one. So Andorama had one for, Adorama had one for 110. Uh, looks like e, there's one on eBay right now for 129, but, uh, it doesn't totally look like they're in stores yet. So we'll see what these actually 129 bucks on Sweetwater. All right just synced it yeah so 129 so it's still cheaper it's, than the more radar talk. and the so more. i don't think this this has so you said that this has this 90 room for 99 irs this does not have three knobs though it's got one oh, knob it's and got two buttons. it's got buttons instead okay button button who's got the buttons they look like little knobs in that one view oh well yeah yeah this is pretty cool i like this um I might. So here's so it, all right. Hypothetically. Yep. Hypothetically. So we've got all these amp in a box stuff, right? Mm -hmm. If you just put an IR loader behind it and run direct, is that pretty much the same thing as like an amp modeler into in, in and IR? Uh, I mean, effectively, that's what you're trying to recreate. Um, right. So an IR, an IR can accurately represent the speaker and microphone portion of the signal chain okay um, right and if these both the ir a lot of these ir loaders will also have a, a, a power amp saturate saturation um modeler in them too right so what happens with a lot of these amp in a box things is they don't typically have a speaker cab emulator in them and when they do it's an analog one okay so were you to look at something like, oh, I need one of these to run on my um, Strymon Iridium, I'd say you you don't because the Strymon Iridium does IR loading. Right. For their cab versus um, if you were looking at something like the um, those uh, origin effects pedals we were just looking at, those had an analog cab sim. Okay. So that you effectively you could turn that off and run one of these. So like my Liverpool, my Tech 21 Liverpool. Yeah, if you turned off your cab sim on that. Okay, but... I but would not double what, up a cab sim necessarily. I don't know if that's going right. to sound good. Okay, so let's see. Marshall and a box pedal. All right, so say I have um, the Friedman BE OD, which is... That's just an like overdrive a, pedal. Okay. We're, okay, so you need an actual amp simulation pedal. Probably. Okay, got it. Now I understand. 
Kind of. Probably not, but we're going to keep moving. If you um, think of every pedal as a block, um, think of your amp head and then your speaker. That's okay. two blocks. This is the speaker block. That's what an IR does for you. All right, so would this be good behind like the, what's that, the new, the orange pedal, the, the orange brand pedal, the like amp? Oh, they they release one every other week, so it's, they, they all kind of blend into one. Well, I know, I just saw a really cool video of uh, um, Pete Thorne messing with one. The, the Terror Stamp. Isn't the Terror Stamp actually a powered? Oh, yeah, um, it is. Thanks. So you want so if you turned that. off the power section of it and you ran okay. this as a as a cab sim instead, yeah. Okay. All right. Interesting. I'm I'm still figuring out my run direct situation. Or uh, another fun one that most people don't know about is if you have the right direct box. Um, there are certain direct boxes you can run in between your amp and your speaker. Um. And you can get a clean signal out of that. Um, it, the old two notes captors did that. The captor yeah. X already has an IR loader in it, but if you only have a captor, um, you could run something like this in that place. Huh. But uh, chances are, if you were already doing that, you might have something like a, a two notes cab M or something else. So. Well, it sounds like it's a very useful tool. It is. And I'm a fan of these for acoustic guitars too. <sighs> yeah. Well, let's talk about a tool that I don't seem... I don't feel like it's that useful and it's kind of goofy. Is it um, time for your annual, annual review? My annual review at work? Oh gosh, I don't even want to talk about that. I actually just did that. Um, Tuna Tone Instruments and Heedman Guitars team up for a new proprietary palm-based vibrato. <sighs> Explain it to me. It's a lever. It's a different way to do a lever um, to relieve pressure on your strings. It seems so... Uh, that seems like it would just be... It looks remarkably clean, to be honest with you. I it, I mean, yeah. like It doesn't like look ugly mm. or anything. It, it actually it I looks just, like old pe the old guitars that used to have a buzz stop. Do you remember that thing? They used to put no. this thing on um, Jazz Masters before they discovered how to set up bridges properly. Um, this thing called a buzz stop that would actually sit on the vibrato bridge and put some extra pressure on the oh, strings yeah. between the bridge and the tailpiece. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is solving a problem that there's not a problem. Well, I mean, it, it means you don't have a tremolo bar anymore. That's really what this does. And so some people but, want something that doesn't have a bar hanging out and their face are getting in the way. If I remember right, the guitar that they're showing here has a top-mounted jack. So, you know, if, if you do that, yeah. you always have kind of the bar and the jack kind of. Yeah, the, the, jack is, the jack is on the uh, pickguard there. So um, it's interesting. I think this looks remarkably clean. I, and simple yeah i'm it i just i don't i feel this would be something i have to have in my hand and play to get i feel yeah i mean you know if you I mean? if you're palm muting and you can just with your you just rotate your hand and hit it yeah but where are you going to put your how are you palm muting look at how high the strings are that bridge is like quarter of an inch tall or more yeah where are you going to... I mean, you're resting your palm on that anyways. <coughs> I feel you don't. Like that's the only place... You shouldn't rest your hands on your palm on the bridge to properly palm mute. No, I'm talking about... Okay. So when I play... I'm about to pick up a guitar. Yeah, think about the ergonomics of this. Where your hand sits, it's 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 a real quick reach to hit the vibrato from there. So, but like... All right, so I'm, I've got my Strat style guitar in my hand. Oh, I'd say when, you, you better see this on like a, a Gibson where you have a stop tail bar. Because it's basically right about where your stop tail bar sits. But but even when I'm playing, mm -hmm. nine times out of ten when I'm strumming, a lot of times my hand is kind of resting on the bridge. Well, you have bad form. I, that's just that's the way it is, bro. Bro, bro. 
Bro. Bro, Brocephus. Bro. Um, I'm just looking at it. Like, I would hit it. I would actually hit this with my strumming technique, though. Um, I'm playing a strat right now in my arms, or an S-style guitar. In um, your arms. But uh, where my arm rests on the armrest and where I strum, my palm sits in front or into the strings from where the strat bridge sits. Like, I actually palm you over where the bridge pickup is. Okay. But when I full arm strum, I would bump, I would bang into that thing. Yeah, so. I, I, I wish there was a summer name in Nashville this year. And because, not like, I know. I th- it's not happening. I know. Hey, Diaz. It's not going to happen. I don't want to talk to you anymore. And that's how the podcast ends. <laughs> no, just like, we still need to do the Terry Lee Bolton episode before we end. That's that's unfortunately like the minute we set that up, everyone's like, "No, it's going to be the last one." Um, it, it, All yeah, twelve like of our people. actual dedicated fans are going to feel like that. Say, three people. We're going to get one message from like someone being like, "So you guys are in it?" Like, <laughs> yeah. Thanks for noticing. Everyone else is just like, "Oh, Terry Lee Bolton." I still love that. That was still hilarious. My whole story about working at Walmart. So, did we talk about that last episode? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Throwback. Um, if you haven't listened to last week's episode, this will make no sense. All right. Uh, yeah. I give this a solid, like, three out of ten. I think it would be fun to pull up on that. Yeah. I've never been good at pull-ups, so. I do downs. I boogie down. Chow down. If I'm gambling, sometimes I'll double down. Thank you, John Panette, for that wonderful comedy that you gave us. Um, all right. So speaking of comedy, this is comedically small, but amazingly, like, it's not comedically small. It's just amazing. Zoom's F3 is in the new compact, quote, unquote, battle-ready 32-bit field recorder that you can take anywhere. Um, this we You pointed this out. This looks like it belongs on the top of a camera. Yep. This is, uh, I mean, judging by the size that you can see in this picture, you got the XLR cable. This is like the size of one of AWOL's pedals. Oh, it's much bigger. You think? Yeah. I have, I'm, I'm talking about from like, are you sure? Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Um, so it, it's basically two XLR inputs wide in every dimension and it's squared. Um. So this will fit. This I'm, will be right. It's about the size of a lens on a camera. When you really think about it, lenses on camera are you? Oh, never mind. Yep. I don't want to. They change in size. They're all the same. I'm gonna see. I want to see the. Um, I'm gonna. I want to find the dimensions and compare it to it. Well, I don't. You're gonna do this live on air and just mutter the entire time. Yep. Welcome to this episode, this week's episode of the Facts Loop. I am Mumble Man. Mumble Man. All right. So this runs on two double A's. Has USB in and out. Can do two channels in and out. Um, So why are why are we so excited about this? Um, Is actually most field recorders don't support USB until you get into about the third rung up. A lot of field recorders are mm-hmm. like, here, you have to use the RXY um, microphones. And that's historically been what's out there. This is a, yeah. a wonderful little just two-channel capture rig that could honestly be on a belt pack for all intents and purposes. So if you were interviewing someone, you could you could run both the, both handheld mics off of a belt pack. Like it's, this thing's small. And it's entry level and gives you just external microphones in. So for the average, for a lot of people, this could be a really accessible, good option. Doesn't have to mount on yeah. camera. What I'm, I'm curious. Uh, I didn't see the price. How much do you think it's going to be? 350, 400, 300? No, not even. You don't think so? Nope. Oh, 350 on the dot. Oh my gosh, is it really? 
At B&H, yep. Holy shit. That was good. Oh my gosh. Yes. That was my... You know what? I'm going to go to sleep with a smile on my face. I nailed it. I've been watching The prices Right a whole lot lately, so... You know what's really interesting is it's got these two little bars on the side of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of wondered, can that just like... Can you run your belt through that and it just sits on you? Oh my gosh, you just run around and holding mics and just shove it in someone's face? Yeah. Like, if you're a newscaster or somebody and you're doing in-the-field stuff, instead of running wireless, you could run one of these as just you're recording and you just sync it in post? F that. Put it like your belt buckle, like you're a superhero. You're like, I've got to record this and like hit it. Yeah, I mean, it's going to sit like an inch and a half proud of your stomach, but yeah. Um, Listen, there's a whole lot that's going on around there. That's there's a lot of things that are sticking an inch and a half proud at there. <laughs> 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 Penises. All right. <laughs> I was talking about your gut, but okay. <laughs> well, you know, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah, it's it, it can go on a. This can actually just sit right on a the boom pole. So if you're running the boom for uh, <laughs> that's what that's that's what she uh, said. <laughs> yes, the boom pole. I, I'm gonna use that. <laughs> hey baby, <laughs> have you seen my boom pole? Because <laughs> I haven't either. <laughs> Sorry. Um, all right, <laughs> but you can yeah, you that, can velcro it down to stuff too using its format, which is pretty cool. Are we talking about the Zoom recorder or what? I'm so sorry. All right. Let's move on to this. I, so I'm the, sorry too. Love Hilton's T-Lab is a, it's a semi-modular sound machine. So it's, it's a, it's, it's teenage uh, engineering doing crazy stuff. Like this is really cool. Um, it looks like a Playmobil thing, like you know, it like really, the, it's it's like, like my my, my, my niece and nephews have like this kitchen, yeah. like this fake kitchen, this fake workbench that they can sit there and work at. Yeah, this this looks like something for me. Like it's gonna teach me how to do things. Yeah, I love it. It's it is like it is just that like Play School brand yellow mm-hmm. or Lego yellow. Oh, and it's got That's, this it's got a turntable sequencer on it so you can actually like visibly lay out things this could go in a museum it feels like a museum this, exhibit for like kids to like learn how about they, music or something yeah or for 33 year old men who are just really who can't be special. relied upon that not stick things in their mouth and swallow so you oh still have to gosh. worry about a choking hazard <laughs> Oh my gosh. So the, it's also the, got a hologram the, electronics microcosm in it. What? Yeah, this is going to be expensive. This has got to be like four grand. It's got to be three grand, four grand. I mean, this is this is like something that would be in a, a museum or someone would tour with. I don't feel, I wonder if this is actually going to be something like that you can just like. It's like an art piece. I yeah I've, I wonder if you can like if like this is actually something like they're like oh no you can buy this or if it's he just made this like because it looks like an art piece. Ah, they got oh, some interesting he, things. He's got like some like Nintendo's and vintage arcade machines and stuff. I'm so. How do you order something from this guy? <laughs> I'm. Uh, I mean, this is just in you. There's an armchair made from Swedish pine. And that's the best kind of pine from what I've heard. Everything is made to order. They don't keep anything in stock. Um, yeah. It, there's no prices listed. You for know what? Anything. If you got to ask, you probably can't afford it. I know that's right. That's what. Never mind. Speaking of things we can't afford. Hold on. I, I don't see the list. I'm. Vinnie Paul, uh, D drum announces oh. the Vinnie Paul signature drum triggers. Um, yeah, so I saw that. So I actually put most of the list together. I missed a couple things according to Scott, um, and did not put the things in the right orders, but I did pick this out. Um, mostly because so Vinnie Paul apparently was known for using drum triggers live. 
Um, Most drummers do. I've well, no. my the, ha, but I've, you know, Vinnie I've Paul was pers- famous. I don't know what twenty years ago. When was Pantera in their heyday? Well, he just died recent recently. So like that's what mm. I feel like is bringing this on. But um, it's I've never seen a signature drum ch- triggers before. Granted, I've never really looked, but like it's just kind of weird like i mean what i'm still struggling to understand what's different about these compared to um a normal d drum drum trigger other than they're black instead of red yeah so i cannot find any other uh signature drum triggers but they don't come with any type of um samples or anything else they're just the triggers in a kit you can buy them individually or you can buy them as a kit yeah five hundred dollars for the kit which is not ridiculous for drum trigger oh no 6.99 for the tour pack sorry so yeah so apparently it's um the, a tom trigger $79 and a snare and kick trigger 109 while the uh current street prices of the DDRM normal triggers is 59 and 79 so there is i mean yeah but there is something here cuz like the DDRM acoustic pro set with cables is 300 bucks right but there's more triggers in the Vinnie Paul set okay it's for all that extra metal all right so how long have we been recording for scott um 1609 measures all right so there was a list and i figured this would be pretty fun to go through because you know me and lists i hate these lists um, for for our topic 15 of the finest tube tube driven heads combos and lunchbox amps on the market for 2022 are they rated in order or are they yes all right so so the best tube amp is the harley benton mighty 15 you gotta start from the bottom now we're here dude work our way up what are you doing just spoiling the whole thing yeah yeah start i gotta you got a lot to learn about lists and tone uh all right i bet you they start at the cheapest and they work their way to the most expensive based on how i'm scrolling through this list right now yeah never mind we'll go we'll do it your way then (laughs) i just assumed it was yeah the the top of the list are the much more accessible list this is you want to go one to 15 not not 15 to one on this one all right we're gonna go we're going one to 15 all right harley benton mighty 15 th that scott already said and i was rudely interrupting him um so it's 277 dollars and it's a lunchbox head so uh some reasons to buy incredible value are we really gonna read every stat on every one of these no number two the laney club cub Cub super 12. i I feel like like laney is a brand that doesn't get much love over on the side of the ocean yeah i mean they're they're, they've they've got amps all along the price spectrum don't they i just associate them with tony iomi yeah that's true um so vox ac15 custom is number three those are 700 dollars now wow yes 800 dollars. wow at guitar center yeah uh they're 1799 at musician's friend why is but, musician's yeah. friend cheaper than guitar center because they don't know how to run a company fair enough oh, oh i just went to musician's friend it is 799 799 $799 so oh so you're just um, a phony just a big fat phony a phony lives here all right black star number four black star ht club 40 mark 26 l6 uh $800 black star the the unspoken hero of value guitar stuff yeah for sure like we um, never or, they don't get the respect they probably deserve and none of us look at them yeah i feel like black star when i feel like black star for some reason when i think of black star i think like metal and thin sounding which is not true 
No. So stop being so judgmental, Diaz. Uh, Orange Rocker 15. I don't like orange amps. Wow. There goes some of our audience. Yeah. All like six people in the UK. Sorry about that. I was thinking about Brian Gower, but that's. Oh, does Brian actually listen to the show? Yeah. Oh, hey, Brian. How you doing, buddy? When are you going to come on the the show again? When we recorded Wait, an hour. Yes, multiple times. Oh, okay. When we recorded oh, an just... hour that's reasonable for him in California. Yeah, whatever. We're... Yeah, I'm not good with time zones. All right. Fitters... Mr. I get off at 3 Eastern and want to record the minute I get home. Well, that's because I have to go to bed at like 8 p.m. So I have to be up at 4 a.m. Yep. Well, right, it's fitters... going to be fun when I go back to a 9 to 5. And working stop working from nine home. to five. What a way to make a live. Sorry, I live in Dolly Parton world. And anytime someone says nine to five, you have to sing that song. Oh, it's in the Constitution. Yeah, Tennessee Constitution. That woman is a saint. If anyone ever speaks ill of Dolly Parton, she she will have a whole. They'll have a whole state after them. I don't. People don't realize how much we love Dolly Parton around here. I just don't know who's saying bad things about Dolly Parton. Um, no one. Because no one's dumb enough. There you go. Hypothetical straw man. Oh my gosh. Fender's Blues Jr. 4. $913 launch price. The praise and worship savior. Seven fifty now. That plus an AC-15. Yeah. I, honestly, the Blues Jr. is just that amp. that. Uh, we all oh, bought Hot Ride Deluxes and we should have bought a Blues Jr. That's really yeah. what it is. Yeah, everyone wanted the bigger amp, and they're like, oh, it's so heavy. Um, number seven, PV Invective MH Mini Head. Great for progressive rock and metal. And that's it. Don't get crazy. You know, it's nice to see PV still make things. <laughs> uh, they launched at $970. they are now like $511 still not bad no 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 never mind i I keep looking at this thing no eight hundred dollars now the price keeps changing on this website oh that's today's best deal whatever don't leave me alone um an amp that i feel like kind of didn't get credit deserved the prs archon 50 oh the metal folks love it oh do they really yeah it's a great deal a thousand bucks for a combo that does that good of high gain Mm mm-hmm it's a good price. Yeah. Um, oh, the Rev G20. Does Tom own a couple of these? Doesn't he love Rev? Uh, I, I think Ryan Burke had one of these for a little while. I don't know if he still does. So what's cool about Rev stuff is they have the... They sometimes have the two-note stuff built in. Mm-hmm. So you can just put it on your desk and plug into your DAW and just play. DAW? Yeah, moving on. <laughs> Uh, next on the list, the number 10, Marshall 2555X, Silver Jubilee. So whose signature is on that? Jim Marshall. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. <sighs> Are you going to burn out on your own list? Yeah. Number 11, Supro 1968, Robert Keeley Custom 12. This is an amp i've been wanting to try for so long and i haven't found the time to actually find one and and try it out yeah because i love the look of it i i've loved every demo i've heard of it i just wanted to see how it felt yeah super amps really do sound great yeah in general i've i love whenever i go to my local guitar center and they have super amps so i I love messing with them and so this Um, compared to like how not even even a deluxe reverb it's probably the accurate com- competition. It actually has an effects loop in it. Simplified yep. eight. Yeah. Yeah. If I was Number still 12. an amp player, I'd, I'd seriously look at the one of these. Yeah. Number 12 on the list. Fender 68 Custom Princeton Reverb. Cool. It's Princeton I Reverb. Remember. Yeah. Number three, the AH5153. 100 stealth head hmm. i Eddie, honestly so one of my favorite tones is like anytime i play something and it's got a van halen tone on it i love going to it because it, it just it sounds great i like it i thought it had amazing tone 
Uh, number 14, the Mesa Boogie Badlander 50. Actually, I know nothing about the Badlander. So it's a, it's a Rectifier series, right? I believe so, yes. Yes. Has a cab clone built in with eight nice. IRs already there. Serial effects loop. I don't know what the serial component actually means. Headphone out, USB for IR loading. Pretty cool. Yep. And then number 15 on the list, Magnetone Panoramic Stereo. Killer old school US boutique combo with unbeatable vibrato. Three Gs, my friend. Three Gs. Magnetone's been coming back in a big way, big way the last couple of years. Well, like, I whoever, want, was I'm, it Gibson restarted the brand? I, I'm not sure. I don't. I don't I think know. they're a Gibson property. I don't know. I, I couldn't give you an answer on that. I know Magnetone really hit it big whenever with uh, Billy F. Gibbons. That was really where I remember seeing it a lot. So, I really, I'm also really curious what this sounds like in a room because of the the interesting stereo thing that it tries to do. Mm-hmm. But cool, cool. That was a list. Yep. Right. Well, it's been a fun episode. Sorry, the list kind of drug on there. I shouldn't be in charge of making the script. No, and we need to end this episode before your internet fully gives out. Oh, is it giving out? Yeah yeah all right guys well a uh, big shout out to all of our friends for uh, uh supporting us and sponsoring this episode and remember you can be one too go to the effects loop or go to patreon.com slash the effects loop and you can give us money there money please and then uh also you can go to the effects loop.com it has links to all of our stuff our instagram our facebook group uh, which is facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop and then uh, all the other fun stuff. So uh, check that out. And for the effects loop, I'm Diaz. I'm Scott. We'll see you next week. Bye. Adios. Muchachos.